Welcome back. Happy Sunday or Monday or, or whenever you listen to this. This is Andrew Petcash coming at you again with the weekly roundup going through the top athlete investments, business business moves of the week, um, and then really anything in like the sports startup lane, uh, future of sports is what I call it specifically, and then also a little bit of name, image, and likeness uh, or NIL in college sports. Uh, so we'll jump right in today as there are no real housekeeping items. And uh, with some some gratitude to get us start us off, a feel-good sports stories. The first being Venus Williams, Francis Tiafu, and Taylor Fritz are donating up to $3 million to BetterHelp and what they are, the world's largest therapy platform. And this is going to provide free mental health services um, to mostly younger youth kids. Uh, so awesome to see that athletes also giving back. Uh, that is something I touch on a lot. I think it's super important. Um, and, you know, giving back there, there can be other stigmas around it at times, right? There can be tax write-offs. These players get more media attention, right? Um, but for the most part, I would say that they do it from the bottom of their heart. And mental health is certainly something uh, in the social media age that, that isn't always at tip top shape. So good to see that. Uh, the second one, is that all 32 starting NFL quarterbacks, along with a few well-known retired quarterbacks, are uh, coming together this September to raise money for pediatric cancer. Each quarterback donated their own signed helmet, and that's uh, going to be auctioned off at Star Children's Fund Helmets. Um, and uh, it's looking like they're going to raise over $16 million. So super impressive uh, from these NFL guys as their season gets started as well. And then the last one I have was, uh, and I'll never pass up any, you know, I'm not just picking one. Like I usually just, if there's any, I'll throw them in here. But uh, Planet Fitness, they are a, a gym, um, franchise gym. You probably see them, they're like all purple and, and yellow. They, uh, they just kind of had like a press release this last month. And they said that more than 3.5 million high schoolers signed up for their high school summer pass program and logged in 17 million workouts over a course of a little over three months. And uh, this was free for them. Um, so cool to see, you know, them helping kids get active as uh, kind of the themes here are mental health and then also physical activity uh, for a lot of kids aren't at their peak, certainly in 2022. So good to see some companies and then high level athletes uh, help out with that uh, endeavor. But uh, let's move right on to the business of athletes. Uh, we had some cool stories from this past week. Shaquille O'Neal, the uh, basketball legend, he's contemplating investing in the NBL, which is uh, the main basketball league in Australia. Uh, he also said he was doing an uh, ambassador tour for a gambling company, PointsBet, that he would be interested in living in Sydney. But uh, the, the real juice behind the story is that if he does decide to invest in the NBL, MBL, which would probably then be a team within it, he would join a few other actually current active NBA players, uh, Chris Middleton from the Milwaukee Bucks and Thaddeus Young from the Chicago Bulls, who actually own minority stakes in uh, some of these Australian teams. You may remember LaMelo Ball played over there. Um, and then uh, and then there's a, can't, can't think of his first name right now, there's a Martin guy, not Kenny Martin, um, but he owns like, he's like actually like, like the president and owner of a whole team over there. So cool to see athletes start owning teams, right. From, from the player to the entrepreneur, to the investor, to like the actual owner. Uh, but anyway, moving on Nicholas Bentner, 
He's a former soccer star for Arsenal FC, recently launched his own esports company known as Pro Sapia Esport or APS. And uh, basically why they created the organization was develop, developing young people for sports events in an esport view um, to help them develop talent. Uh, basically, he said like off the field. But uh, and then the main reason, like when asked why he's investing in this and starting it, he said that within 10 to 20 years, he believes esports will be one of the biggest sports in the world, if not the biggest. So bold claim there. Um, but he said he wants to get in early. I've hinted at this before. 20, 30 years would not be surprised to, uh, you know, see esports start to take a major chunk of actual sports. As a lot of these young kids, you have to remember when they grow up, uh, you know, when our, you look at like people like 30, 40 now, they grew up playing like video games. Like now their kids will. Well, esports even bigger now. So all these kids that watch streamers and play themselves like they're going to grow up and they're probably still going to watch people play video games um, or go see them at an arena or whatever. So that'll be interesting to see how it plays out. But obviously an athlete uh, getting involved on the investing side. Interesting one this past week. Honestly, didn't get a ton of uh, didn't get a ton of press, but Luka Doncic, he's uh, the star basketball player for the Dallas Mavericks, one of my favorite players. Uh, just a little side note there. But uh, anyway, he uh, he's trying to file a trademark with the USPTO, which is like the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. And uh, they're, they're refusing to register it currently because there's an existing trademark, Luka Donich 7, and it's actually owned by his mother. And she won't relinquish it. She wants to keep ownership of it. And uh, it also plays into some of the brands he owns or he actually doesn't own, but like seem affiliated with him, which is LukaDonich.com and then LD77 brand. Um, and he doesn't have affiliations with them. So honestly, you know, shame, but I'm sure he'll get it all worked out. Might cost him a little bit of money. Would hate to see, you know, a mother son thing kind of fall apart there because of that. But yeah, I mean, you see the business of athletes right here. Uh, this is some stuff they can go through when someone else, um, being a family member, friend, or someone they trust owns trademark, uh, it, it can cause some problems. But we'll see how that kind of plays out. Bill Gates, LeBron James, Mark Cuban, Kevin Love, Tobias Harris, uh, musician John Legend even, they're all making an investment um, for a 12 million round in this company by the name of Neutral Foods. And, especially, and basically what they do is they uh, have like dairy and nutrition products and they also uh, track the uh, greenhouse gas emissions from the production of it. Um, so kind of the uh, environmental type investment there. Kevin Love's big in a lot of the plant-based stuff and um, Beyond Meat was one of his big investments. So not surprised to see him involved there. But uh, moving on to the last athlete investment, which was Las Vegas Raiders quarterback Derek Carr. He uh, was in a partnership with this company called Ufos, and they're an active recovery footwear brand. Um, and he loved, like, he just loved the product, actually. Personally, after he got injured, he would wear them all the time. And uh, this past week, he, or it was at least announced this past week, that he's also uh, come on as an investor in the company. Um, no terms were released, but uh, cool to see that. Always love to see a player actually like really like 
a uh, a brand and and become endorse it, but then also be like, hey, let me invest in this and help it like real grow upside. Um, win win. I talk about that a lot, uh, which you can see. I, I wrote a whole article on Friday about it. Definitely give it a read. A lot of good feedback on it, but even about Kim Kardashian and her starting her own private equity fund and how it relates to sports. It, it just gives you a good overview of the potential and power and influence of these creators and what they can do uh, because they have so much audience and so much value add that when they get behind a company, they can not only like put money in, but uh, they can put money in to get more upside when it like sells or goes public down the line, but they also can still get endorsement money. So it's like, it's almost a you know rich get richer kind of situation but uh, we're going to see a lot more of it and athletes definitely fit into that criteria. But that was uh, that was basically it for the business of athletes. Let's head over to NIL and some college sports. Um, as always, just kind of covering the main ones, tons of news every week. Uh, actually, in all these sections, there really is, um, you know, there was probably 10 athletes that signed new endorsement deals, but like, I'm not going to cover that because we really want to see, you know, what the investing is. And, and just like there was probably 100 athletes with new NIL deals and college sports stories all over the place. Let's just pick the top ones, go over it, break it down. I think it's what's most important. We all get bogged down with so much news. But anyway, enough of uh, my little tangent there. People, people always uh, ask about kind of the news game. I'm like, listen, dude, you need just the, the main stuff. But anyway, Dabo Sweeney, who is Clemson's football coach, he signed a 10-year, $150 million contract, uh, which is the most expensive in history, uh, and he'll, he'll earn about $10.5 million this upcoming season, making him second only behind Nick Saban at Alabama at $10.7 million. But uh, it's, it's kind of funny because this is the same guy that was complaining a lot about NIL and how it's, oh, need to put education first, all this. Uh, yeah, it kind of shows like there's, there's a lot of money in this and, uh, you're getting paid $10 million a year. I think you can figure out some of the, uh, differences and there's players on your team that, I mean, you look at the NFL, the, uh, head coaches aren't making more than the star quarterback. So it'd be interesting to see, like, does that dynamic shift? Will Bryce Young, you know, the quarterback of Alabama, will there be a time period? Maybe not, you know, in the next couple years, but say 10 years, the quarterback, of Alabama makes 15 million while the head coaches make 10, 11. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, interesting and pretty just ironic that Dabo Sweeney now has one of the largest coaching contracts after complaining about NIL um, earlier this year. Uh, kind of how it works. Funny, right? Karma, right? Um, but anyway, Grambling State uh, this past week, they uh, announced uh, an opportunity for, for all their athletes to get um, an NIL deal, and it'll be part of a HBCU League Pass, um, it's like a streaming service, and uh, it'll be an ad in Times Square, so all 300 of them have the ability to participate, be on the digital billboard in uh, New York City, and uh, get get paid to do it, so super cool to see deals like that, which also ties into Purdue, they had uh, an announcement alongside NFL quarterback Drew Brees, trying to get NIL opportunities for all of their 385 scholarship athletes. Uh, and it's funny how it says scholarship in there. I always wonder, like, there's always been this kind of divide. Like, even when I was in college at Boston U, like, there's, like, the scholarship guys and the walk-ons. And, like, we had a few walk-ons that, that played major roles on the teams, but they were still a walk-on. 
um, and then others not so much. And we also had scholarship guys that didn't really do anything and didn't really contribute. Uh, so it's just funny, like now if there's NIL money and it's like that guy that's on scholarship or girl is making a ton of money, but they don't really contribute. And then there's that walk on. Like, are they still going to I don't know. It's just going to be interesting how it all plays out. If you're a uh, former college athlete, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But there is like always a strange dynamic between the two. Um, even if you're a walk on, uh, hopefully, you know, the better ones usually end up earning a scholarship, but, uh, not always early on. And then the last kind of NIL, I guess we call it college sports, but this is really a high school sports story is that hair or air it's H E I R. They're a uh, digital platform, NFTs, web three type stuff. But anyway, they're sponsoring NFT jam which is a basketball event, a two-day, two-on-two basketball tournament. And uh, all the players participating will you know, sign an NIL deal with them. And then they're also going to get basically education and all this membership access uh, to content to learn more about Web3 and its potential and, and all that, which pretty cool, right, to add some more value on value add beyond just the nil payment um and then uh, fans who show up can also like unlock rewards get free entry get like autograph stuff so like i said just pay attention to the trends we're seeing this every week every week you know nfts web3 um it may not make sense now like i said five ten years i think like the real true winners and top technologies will come out of it I know I did write like an in-depth piece on Web3 times sports, but like I want to start breaking it down further and doing some more like focusing on companies and like really everything they're doing and why it makes sense. Um, so more of that to come, which uh, I will have some announcements hopefully in the next week or two. Things uh, when it's not in your hands uh, sometimes take longer uh, to to uh, play out. But anyway, moving on to our last segment of the week which I label as the future of sports because that's what it really is. It entitles uh, sports startups raising money um, or, you know, any big announcements kind of in sports business that, that make a lot of sense or even just really sports technology. Um, and uh, the first is Science in Sport. That's the name of the company. They're a uh, British performance nutrition supplier and uh, they have, Currently have deals with the English Football Association and also the 2021 NBA champions, which uh, it's funny. I'm just reading their their press release uh, that that would be the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, but anyway, they announced a three point five million dollar funding package uh, to keep building out a lot of their gel production lines. Um, they have like energy gels. Um so that's that. Uh, Los Angeles-based digital venture capital platform Venture Rock. They announced or launched and announced their $75 million sports tech venture investment company by the name of VIC. Um, so VIC, it includes two major athlete investors, uh, former, former athletes, Dutch soccer player Mark Van Bommel and former Jets, New York Jets quarterback, cornerback Bryson Keaton. Um, and basically what they're doing is they have, a, according to them, a 72-step four-phase program 
um, and they invest in in startups hitting these key performance indicators, also known as KPIs, uh, if you're familiar with that at all. But uh, I think kind of the main thing of it is sports is like there's still a lot of potential here. Like, like early days, this is a you know a big a big company, big venture firm, and they're they're raising seventy five million dollar fund um, to go and invest in the future of it. Uh, so super cool. Like a, we're gonna see a lot of cool companies come out of it, and uh, that's always good news to see. Uh, you know, money wants to go into sports. So the the next kind of story uh, doesn't quite relate to that, but uh, so rare. They are in the Web three space. Um, they're teaming up with the NBA to uh, serve as the official NFT fantasy partner, and they'll have a new offering coming for this upcoming season um, that they're going to release soon. Um, but uh, it all, the deal is also included with the NBPA, uh, the Players Association. Um, so make money for the NBA and then also the players, uh, which is cool. And then on that note, um, just kind of showing you Web3 NFTs, the power, the sports NFT market size uh, has been has been uh, deciphered at $2.6 billion in 2022, and it's in anticipated to grow at a compound annual growth rate of 36.3% over the next decade to reach over $41.6 billion in 2032. Um, and this was all published by uh, Market Decipher. Um, so kind of see how that all plays out. Like I said, just give it five to 10 years and I think we'll see a lot more of it as VR and just some of these other secondary type uh products kind of come to fruition um like glasses too like you know instead of looking at your phone seeing glasses and vr ar um but anyway last uh last three stories here all quick ones the sad the saudi national development fund ndf they're adopting a program to finance esports and gaming and uh they're gonna put 80 million dollars towards it and uh, so that's another sector. Um, but I would say even esports gaming does tie in pretty close to Web3 and uh, that whole lane. But anyway, Billie Jean King, she's a uh, tennis great. Uh, you might have seen her a little bit at the uh, US Open. She was on, uh, she had like some, some cool purple glasses on or something. But anyway, she uh, she's helping to launch a new accelerator by the name of Trailblazer Venture Studio. And they're going to work to support startups at all stages so early or late and uh and it's going to collab with third-party investors which includes r slash ga ventures and then also elysian park ventures um who's the dodgers family office um and so far they uh trailblazer the accelerator has included nine media tech and sports focused startups and they're mostly operating in the sports space, and they, they also try to fund and support women-run businesses. Um, so sports and women play a big piece in what they're looking for, but not you know that's not the only thing. Uh, so they had Eye to Sports, which is cleats for women's feet, all-in-one video and editing platform, Curiosity. They had uh, Junior Pro Volleyball League, LOVB, and then they had Sportsbox, Sportsbox AI, which is a uh, golf golf swing 
um, tech that I, that I talked about in the golf tech article, uh, you might remember. And uh, this all kind of plays into the next story, which was U.S. Open champion Sloane Stevens saying that uh, just calling for change because women only receive 4% of sports media coverage and 6% of all athletic performance research. So the two stories kind of tie together, Sloane announcing that, and then uh, Billie Jean saying, hey, we're going to put a lot of money uh, towards this and, and launch the accelerator. But anyway, that's it for the week. And really enjoy doing these Sunday roundups. Helps me stay clear, see the trends, see, okay, here's the companies coming up. Here's, you know, the things in the market playing out. Here's the athletes doing cool things. Where is this whole space going? It's been super helpful for me and what to cover, what you want. Um, and then also with the companies I help and invest in and et cetera. Uh, so anyway, cool stuff coming out. I can't, uh, I just can't wait to announce it. I was hoping this week it's looking like maybe next, um, but September has been my goal. So going to be cool. You'll like all of it. You might've noticed uh, the name changing a little bit, going with Profluence. Um, and I'll talk about this a little more on the reasons why. Uh, but anyway, have a great rest of your day and uh, we'll talk again on Wednesday. <laughs>